Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Ben and Ashley I. Almost Famous. In-depth. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Today is a very special edition because we have Aaron on, Aaron Clancy, to discuss his time in paradise and all the rumors that are going around via Reality Steve. So, um, Ben, would you like to do the honors of bringing Aaron into the room? I would love to. Aaron, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Thank you for having me. Yep. Aaron, uh, you're here today. You've been pretty quiet since Paradise. Is this your first interview? This is, yeah, this is my first interview since Paradise. Okay. Well, the elephant in the room is obviously that Genevieve was just on um, last week. And, uh, you know, our theme, especially coming off of Paradise, there's been a lot of wild storylines coming post-Paradise that we didn't necessarily get to watch during Paradise has been this, Aaron, just to let you know. Uh, there's always three versions of the truth. There's my truth, there's your truth, and then there's the truth. And so our goal, uh, is just to hear your story, uh, to hear, um, and to also ask you some of the questions that were obviously brought up during the interview with Genevieve. And then some of the questions that have been brought up post show from reality, Steve and other, um, networks, those things need to be confronted or they just sit out there. And people assume their own things. And so thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for letting this be your first interview. 
Yeah, of course. That's why I'm here. Definitely to, uh, to, you know, you know, share my, share my truth here for sure. Should we just start with paradise for a sec? I guess I, um, yeah, let's, let's talk about the moment, the, (laughs) the itch versus pain moment, because that was like, well, that was a big fight that kind of led to the end, right? We've looked it up, Aaron, and an itch apparently is not pain. (laughs) So, so, okay. Yes. And, and I looked it up like six months ago, right. As well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all the people bombarding me via social media, like I know, okay. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> I, I, so that's something, uh, I learned in school. Now the thing is behind the scenes, obviously there's a lot of interactions people don't see. Um, I'm allergic to bug bites, like mosquito bites. I got bit by a spider, um, my legs swelled up. I was on antibiotics and I was also taking Well in paradise? On paradise, yeah. I was I was taking a LASIK medication to like drain my ankle. It's like a water pill. Um, so I was seeing the doctor every day and I was itching incredibly, right? And then I just my <laughs> mind was on that because it was it was to the point where it was so it was itching so much, it was painful. I remembered back Okay. <laughs> now we have my, more context. Yeah, that sounds painful. My, my earlier <laughs> days in school. Um, and and uh, I brought that up seemingly super random, obviously archaic research at this point. But um, but, you know, that's why essentially. So <laughs> was in the best mood. I was hobbling around on a on a one good leg. But um, yeah, I regret the whole thing. Obviously, it was just so dumb. So, I mean. Paradise seems like the worst place for you. And you've done it twice now, right? <laughs> it, it does not seem like a very good place for me now. Yeah, but bugs everywhere. I mean, all Ashley talks about when we get into the nitty gritty of paradise is the bugs flying around, the creatures that exist in your bed. You go down there allergic to this. It makes sense now that you got yeah, a bug bite. So- <laughs> what kind of bug bite was it? Dude, so I don't know. Um, it they So the first bug bite I got was on my leg. And it got so big, it was like as big as a tennis ball around and it was black. And then my whole leg swelled what? up. So yeah. So the the doctor was like, this is a spider. And they were actually worried about it because the center of it got really like soft and like just disgusting. So they were like, yo, if this was like a really dangerous spider and your flesh is going necrotic, you gotta, you know, leave. Right. And so um they put me on a bunch of antibiotics kind of right away. And um and, 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 uh, it helped. So that's why I didn't leave, but I grew up in Southern California. There's not a lot of bugs. So I didn't know I was allergic till my first time in paradise. Yeah. Oh man. That see yeah. context is important here. So you were experiencing pain from a bite. <laughs> it just isn't necessarily defined by the itching is pain, but you were experiencing yeah. pain from a bite from an itch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like, 13 bites at that point. Yeah. Because I have type O positive blood. I'm like, I run super hot at night. So apparently I was just, you could like Johnny was my bed, my bunk mate. So I would, I would absolutely coat myself in bug spray before I went to sleep. Plus the sweat. So I'm lucky I didn't break out in a bunch of acne, but um, yeah, it was disgusting. <laughs> Paradise this is sounds super awful interesting. sometimes. <laughs> just every once in a while, when I hear these stories, I'm like, I was so glad. That yeah, they I asked know, me to I, lead this show for a season. So I never, well, I guess that doesn't always discount somebody from going on, but I'm just glad that that never existed for me because I would not have done well. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom's from the Caribbean too, which is uh, a Trinidad and Tobago, a bunch of bugs out there. Um, 
So you wouldn't think you would think I'd be resistant or something right. genetically, but but no, it's I can't handle spicy food. I got that from my dad, and apparently allergic to mosquito bites. So not uh, built for it. Goodness gracious. <laughs> what a start to the podcast. I mean, it's just learning new things every day about you, Aaron. Um it's a good I mean, thing. I felt like I was maybe silly bringing up that argument first when we have like a lot more serious things. I was like, you know what? This will be fun. Everything. So I've I don't react the best sometimes. My behavior can be up and down, but I'm always honest. So I'll I'll tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> Okay. Well, let's talk about just your relationship in general. Genevieve in Paradise was tumultuous. It was always up and down. Sure. Why did you stick it through till the end? Because I'll just say it. When you come out and you hear that you've had girls back at home and then you you kind of have this up and down, not so fun relationship with Genevieve, it looks to an outsider as if sure. maybe you were um, hanging around just to the very last day so that you could get as much screen time as possible instead of just breaking up with her when it was bad. Sure. Or sure. you guys breaking up in general, I guess, when it was bad. Yeah. But she- I, mean, I, I, I get how it can look like that. Like, And that's why I went on this podcast, because I see things like that um, on the internet. And it, it's just simply not the case. Like, realistically, Genevieve and I, you know, we connected on a lot of levels and, and I know they show the ups and downs and, and people kind of focus on the down, but we really had, um, this very strong connection. And, and, you know, if you, you, you kind of, when we're not focusing on the fights on the cam on camera, like you see little B-roll clips of her sitting on me, we're kissing, we're always hanging out, like floating around the pool, whatever. Um, and that's because of those real feelings. Now, like, essentially at the end of the day, um, we didn't have any moral like issues. Like I wasn't pro-choice. She was pro-life or, or something. We didn't have any, like, um, there weren't any fundamental issues in our person that led us to those fights. They were always, um, like it's her pain. <laughs> they were always miscommunication or, okay. or just, um, you know, the beach can get the better of you sometimes, you know, and it, and it can, uh, whether it's, you know, for her, like she, she, like AC, it's hot, like bug bites, myself included. Um, we're just more irritable in general. And so we would, I was, at least I can say I was. And so it would let lead to, um, like, uh, interactions that were just, that were dumb miscommunications. And so in my experience, uh, the best way to get over miscommunications is to get to know someone better, learn how to communicate with them better. And for me, that's like, the one thing we don't have in paradise, which is time. So for me, it was like, okay, itch versus pain. That's not worth uh, ending this relationship for. So I want to fix this and then spend more time with her and try to learn how to communicate with her better. There's some very, like, I'd say simple, straightforward questions. I think it's the best way to get to, you know, you explaining your side of the story or you explaining right. the truth to the story, even if it's not pretty and good. Um, I just want to take two off the top here. One is, you know, last year during Paradise, the big thing that you confronted this year during Paradise was that you were quick tempered, uh, that you get upset easily. Uh, that was something that was brought up, I think, once this year, but it was also maybe the biggest hit on you last year that you were working through, I'm assuming over the last 12 months before this season of Paradise. Sure. Uh, can you walk us through that journey and do you still consider yourself quick tempered? Is it something that is a, a weakness of yours? Uh, and then, you know, how are you dealing with that? Yeah. Um, you know what? 
in real life, I don't get mad very often. Um, I I'm someone that like will leave the room as opposed to, um, a confrontation. Now I don't in paradise, you don't really have that option. So I can get, um, I can, I can get riled up pretty, pretty, uh, pretty easily. Um, so it, it, you know, in these circumstances with her, like she, you know, her and I both get riled up pretty easy. And, and, um, if you watch the season back, like there are times where she's emotionally very, um, like charged and, and I've calmed it down and there, and then there are emotion, there are times where I'm emotionally charged and, and, and then she gets emotionally charged because I'm emotionally charged, but there's never really a moment where like I was upset and she calmed me down because that was not really the dynamic we had. And I really needed sometimes like an emotional safe space. And like what I would do in that scenario would be to leave and and try to um, like once Justin came down and I, and I got upset, I would want to leave and kind of deal with it myself, which, which isn't the best way. And it's in fact a bad way because what I would end up doing is, is kind of bottling it up. Um, and then, and then I really see in paradise one, at one point I, I was brought to tears um, and I was really sad. And the very next day I was very mad. Right. So the mat, the sad turned to mad really quick. I was bottling it up. Um, and I, I just needed to be able to communicate in a more healthy way and not bottle up my emotions and, and just be able to communicate uh, my concerns at the time. Yeah. So it was, is all on, I mean, it was on me. Like when I, whenever I get like upset too, I can be kind of condescending. I can be a dick, you know, and, and uh, that's something I definitely need to change for sure. Um, and that's something you saw on screen. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating 
to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Hi everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You you said that you guys didn't really have any big like value or personality differences that made you clash but I hear you saying this and I think that maybe the fact that you guys both deal with frustration in similar ways getting all riled up like you said perhaps was a big red flag that you guys wouldn't be compatible long term so why did it take so long for you to make that decision to split you know what um I'm honestly I had never thought about it that way not even until you just said that right now um like I'd never once thought about that in particular, it was always, um, if, if we learned how to communicate or speak to each other and we got out of this, um, these, these little, little things that blew up, like we would be better, but I never thought about it that way until just now. So you were under the assumption that these arguments, um, disagreements would make you stronger as a couple. You would learn from each other from the way you reacted. Yeah, I mean, I no, I I was I viewed that not the argument itself had a beneficial, but but that it could have been avoided if we knew each other better, mm. essentially. So it's like we spent some more time together. We we understood each other's love languages. Like realistically, we had three weeks, and um, we're thrown like you know how how it works. Like you're the the producers throw you curveballs as much as many obstacles as you can as you can have and handle, and so um, realistically, like I was, I was, I was hoping that, um, we would just be able to communicate better and, and things would get better towards the end. It's, uh, Ashley asked a question, um, a few questions ago that, sure. um, is assuming the, the, probably the, the heaviest topic thing coming off of the show for you, which was that you were dating somebody else coming on the show. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to the Genevieve interview that we did, um, but 
she spoke that it was actually two people that you were dating. Uh, one um, person um, decided to not continue the relationship with you. The other person did. Um, yep when you went on the show and it was kind of a waiting game to see how the show went for you um, on if that relationship would continue with that question being asked, I think we have to ask you, were you dating somebody coming onto the show? Were you dating multiple people coming onto the show? No, no. So that, so that's the main reason I went on this podcast is to address that. That's just simply not true at all. Right. So like, I'll just walk you through the timeline. So essentially like I, I was dating this last year, First off, I, I went on, I was dating two separate people, right? And one person in particular, the person that's releasing text messages or saying um, certain things about me, that that relationship ended. Um, that ended almost a year ago, right? A um, little bit less, but but then and then and then essentially I started dating someone else. Now the other person like I get where the anger comes in and we, and I have text messages and all sorts of stuff with this girl, but, um, the other person, the the next person was one of my best friends for four years, right? There's, there's a lot of history there. She had another boyfriend, vast majority of our relationship. Um, it became romantic at the end, but we, we really got along. So there was a, there was a certain element of like, we can move quicker because we had so much, so much history as friends. Right. The relationship ended the very next month I was dating someone else. Right now that right there is a little bit close for comfort for anyone. I get it. Um, but there was no crossover there now, any sort of, and, and that girl, the previous girl, like that, that was upset by this, me moving on so quickly. Um, just, just for clarity's sake, this might be disrespectful, but I think it's just, so not use the names. Can we say, like girl A, girl B, A. Okay. And C. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So girl A yeah. um, was upset that I moved on so quickly to girl B, right? Girl B was in my life for four plus years. Um, great friend of mine, right? Had a boyfriend, um, you know, most of the relationship, but we were great friends. Now, girl A um, was upset by that, me moving on so quickly, right? Uh, but she, and, and she lashed out at me over it, right? Um, and, and, you know, this is a little piece of anecdotal evidence to what type of person this is, because I never wanted to speak ill on anyone, but I saw her at a bar and, and her and her friends, uh, she started rumor that I was gay because I left with James and they all screamed homophobic slurs at me in the bar, right. Um, to bully me essentially. Right. So I've moved, you know, whatever, move on, whatever. Now this girl, um, that girl B right. We're, we're seeing each other. Um, but we're, we're great friends, but we we're not really like that compatible relationship wise, especially at that time. Um, so we, we have blowout, a couple blowout fights. We, we don't talk for months right now. Girl a, um, thinks we're just in a happy relationship the whole time. Cause she's not involved in our, in, in my life whatsoever, or at least she, or at least she, that's what she says. So Essentially, all those texts you see are her reaching out, girl A to girl B, and saying that I was like seeing both of them simultaneously, right? Now, that is something that played on girl B's insecurities at the time, like, et cetera. Um, they, they riled each other up in a conversation. You're seeing little bits of that in the screenshots. And then when I essentially talked to girl B again, I give her my phone. I'm like, Hey, look at the, look at the receipts, right? Look at all the texts, look at whatever. 
she sees that girl A is like, I'm not over you. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to see you, blah, blah, blah. And she's that it was all kind of bullshit. And the situation was resolved, right? And it was resolved months ago. And, and that was good enough for her. It should be good enough for everyone else. Because at the end of the day, there was no crossover. I was not dating multiple people. I was not in a committed relationship with like either one of them at any point. Um, and realistically going into paradise with a girlfriend, like that is something that like is, is, I want to say a rookie mistake because of like the people that do it, but this is my second time on the beach and the producers are my friends. Like they, like I told, uh, going into paradise, they call you, they're asking you who, who you've been dating. Are you single? Whatever. I listed out these people's names. They know exactly who these people are. Um, I'm best friends with producers as well. Like they, they were, they were aware of my dating history. Um, and they know exactly who these people are in the timeline. So that's why it's like, not, it's just, it's just not even realistic. Um, and it's, and it's, and it's upsetting. So this, this person, girl, a who called me homophobic slurs in the bar, um, took to reality, Steve, and essentially, uh, gave him like some sort of fake story to bully me online. Like the, 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 the credibility of this person is ridiculous and it's so vicious. It actually makes me sick to my stomach because like the one thing I do is I don't lie to people. I don't play people. When I was younger, uh, late teens, very early twenties, like there was a situation where I wasn't super honest in a relationship and I ended up hurting people I truly love. And so I will never do that again. Um, and, and this situation itself is just fabricated completely. And, it, and it's and it's quite upsetting. I'm a little con- confused about the timeline. Sure. Because from what I believe, from what I've heard from the sources and reality Steve and all that, there was the friend that you had for many years. She broke up with her boyfriend, and then there was some sort of romance. But then there was also another girl involved at the time. And you, you just said that that relationship had been over girl a you're saying girl i think you said that girl a was it's been over for over a year but from what i've heard it sounded like it was just about this time last year that you started things with girl a and then things started to sort of cool down in april like a month and a half before paradise i get what you're saying so realistically no that timeline has shifted and it's wrong um there is blurred lines with if you count like texting like there was communication via texting with this person um but like realistically the relationship with girl a started about september um because she attended my birthday i'll just say Uh, september 2021 september 2021 yeah yeah over over a year ago right and then the relationship i don't remember exactly when i'd have to double check but um around january is when is when that when that uh changed right now there was there was texting involved right that she was communicating I wasn't this girl B I wasn't, it's not like immediately that girl's my girlfriend now. Like we're, we're starting to hang out, you know, that other girl screen, like her friends bullied me in a bar. Like I can't get over that. Um, so I didn't want to see her. I was quite angry. Uh, and so, but I would text her back. Right. And I didn't feel any, um, I didn't feel guilty about texting her while I was seeing someone else. Uh, because that to me is like, I'm not in a committed relationship. Like, I can do whatever I, I'm not going to, I can do whatever I want. Like, but I wasn't texting her in that way. Um, it was more of like communicating because there were still leftover feelings there, but there was never any, 
there was like the, the, the whole thing was, I was super transparent with everyone. So then you started with girl B. Yeah. Feels weird to categorize them this way. For I know. Me, but, I know. But it, me but too. It helps. Especially <laughs> me I know them so yeah. well. I don't even know their names, so I guess it's easier for me. But so then girl B and you start kind of hanging out, you were friends, you start hanging out, the romance starts when? Um, it starts. So we take a trip to Tulum. The The romance was there were, there were feelings there or like, like there was the potential of feelings that were always riding that line throughout our whole friendship. So the romance like started like January, I say that's when we really took or, 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 uh, yeah. When was the trip? Because there's pictures. When was it? Yeah, Give us the yeah, real date. Exactly. That's why I'm addressing it. Um, I believe it was January. And so then that relationship ended when? Um, that dude, that ended like we, we had a blowout fight in Tulum. Like it was too much too fast, like essentially. So, uh, it was, it was, uh, we didn't talk for a few months, like in March, April, and then I was asked back to paradise essentially. And then I had dinner with her and told her that I was going to paradise on in May. Um, and she was like, I'm fine with that. So that's the thing too. If you look at the screenshots, which is what like, I'm so annoyed by, but if you read them, it says, I'm not dating Aaron. We're not, I'm not his girlfriend. Right. That's what girl B. Where said. does it say that? It says in the screenshots in the first article he posted, it literally says that. And then, and this is from girl A or girl B, girl B says B. this. Girl B says okay. that. But, but perhaps this was after you guys started cooling down. No, this was, I mean, well, this was when, so the text messages happened when I was in paradise. Mm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the text message happened when I was in paradise, the girl, girl a reached out and said so, like something about us, me seeing both of them at the same time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then the girl was like, I'm not dating him. He's not my boyfriend. Right. And then reality, Steve pivoted from me having a girlfriend to me playing two girls at once. I'm just a piece of shit. Right. Um, which, which I get to salvage his story or whatever, but regardless, not, neither one of those was true. The first one is disproven by that text messages. The second one is disproven by the fact of everything I just said and the, the list out the timelines. I have my own receipts for everything too. And like, I don't, I don't like to share text messages without consent of both parties. And, and to me, it's just like lighting more of a fire, but realistically, neither one of those things was true. So then when was the last time you saw girl a? in person literally like like um oh i actually did see her at a festival she's da she's dated two people since and she had a boyfriend and i saw her at a festival like walked by but that was in um that was after that was realist um a few months ago what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, 
for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let me like get this straight. So it sounds like Girl A maybe wasn't in a relationship with you while you went into paradise. So she's not so much annoyed at the fact that you went to paradise as much as it was like you were dating somebody at the same time. And it sounds well, I wasn't dating someone at the same time, but what she was, but that's what she said. Yes. Okay. She was, so mad then- I, she was mad because she wasn't over it and I had moved on and she, what she did was essentially just lash out at me. What brought on the breakup conversation that you had with girl A? I, 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 well, I said it like essentially there was a few things, but she's young. She's 23. Right. Um, and the main issue I had was when she didn't get something she wanted or we had a disagreement. 
what she did was she she started a rumor I was gay and she bullied me in a in a bar like like she was screaming like they were screaming that I was a homophobic slurs like that's not something that's acceptable um especially because I she apologized to me I have a huge long apology text too um because it was something that was just like literally a rumor she started because she was upset with me so you had an ending conversation um yeah yeah we definitely did we I literally have screenshots of that as well I have everything in my computer you should send us the screenshots. I don't. Yeah, I can send you. Guys uh, let's not. Yeah, let's not. I don't need to get involved in. in, <laughs> well, I, in I, can send, I can send Ashley. Like I can send. I know. I know you're you're playing devil's advocate a little bit here. I can send you yeah. screenshots, but I just don't want them like out necessarily. Well, I won't. I won't put them out there. But I would like to see for proof for myself. Yeah, sure. I got you. <laughs> Ashley loves this. Well, um, okay. So the timeline makes sense to me. What you're telling us, just to recap it for everybody listening. You were dating um, girl A uh, that ended, uh, let's say, close in January of 2022. You and girl B had already been friends. You guys start romantically like inter being interested in each other following that relationship with girl A. That girl relationship with girl A, just to confirm, had been over. It's done. You removed this. There was no crossover, you're saying? There was no crossover, no. And also... Uh, like again no crossover just because i wanted to avoid bad negative feelings but realistically i wasn't we were never in a relationship as well with anyone i was never in a relationship with anyone it's, it's just well, like yeah, yeah how do you define a relate how do you define a relationship like um, do well, you like to have the conversation like we're yes. girlfriend and boyfriend yes and also um like there has to be communication about um where we are like so yes i have like to have the conversation but also, there is always a conversation about if we're seeing other people who we're like communicating with, etc. This girl, A, when we were seeing each other, she went to Tulum with um, a whole group of, of guys and girls. And I wasn't there and I wasn't even at her birthday dinner. I wasn't invited by her friends. Like I'm we weren't we weren't even far along at all for like it just doesn't it just doesn't make it doesn't make sense. So. Aaron, within all of this, because the timeline does make sense, you guys, girl B, that relationship did not last long. It doesn't sound um, at, at all. Well, no, girl B. No. It, haven't you been seen with her recently at your birthday party over the fall? So my birthday party was in September. Yes. So I am um, coming. So coming back, like I said, she's been my friend for four years. Um, she is in the same friend group. Uh, in a lot of respects. Initially, when I came back, she didn't want to talk to me because um, of the text messages you all saw. Um, mm -hmm. When, you know, I happened to see her because we're, we're all in the same friend group. Talk. Let me just say in the text messages that are posted to Reality Steve, she says um, like something along the lines of like, oh, I won't be talking to him when he returns or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was, it, I mean, like at the end of the day, like it played on the insecurities that were already existing. Um, so she, she didn't essentially want to see me because it was just believed, uh, blindly. Um, and, and then when I did see her, I've, I realized how, like what was happening. I, I showed her my own receipts and then it, it, it fixed the situation. Like the whole thing was manipulated to, to uh, destroy that relationship. 
And girl A was texting me saying she's not over it, wants to see me go, let's get coffee. And so it's like, realistically, she was trying to destroy a relationship with girl B and, and then slide in probably, I don't know. But but the whole thing is just uh, manipulation. And and then once that was seen, the like we were cool again, you know? So where does a relationship exist now with girl B? Um, so that's really complicated. I'm not going to lie. Um, and it's something I don't necessarily want to put out there in the public right now. Um, because there's been like, she's not on the show. I made a choice, even though I didn't know exactly what the fuck I was doing to put myself in the public eye by going on this show. Mm -hmm. Um, she didn't, and this has been a huge violation of her privacy already. Um, and uh, I don't, I don't want to continue that. And so what we can take from this is that um, girl B knew you're going on the show. You guys had dinner. Uh, she was okay with you going on paradise. Yep. Um, you came back from paradise. She was really upset with you. Doesn't want to talk to you. You guys have reconciled that. And at least today you are on speaking terms. Can we say that? Is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're beyond speaking terms. We're like, we, when we had dinner about going to paradise, she obviously doesn't want to hear that there are feelings yeah. there, but we're friends and we're not like, there's a shelf life in this, in this whole thing. And, uh, they wanted me on paradise. You know, they try to sweeten the pot, you know, uh, make it very appealing for me to go. Um, and, and with her, like there, we were barely talking for again, after a huge blowout fight for like, a, like a couple of days, like that's not something like you can sacrifice the opportunity for in my, uh, in my opinion. And she agreed with that. Um, and then I went to uh, give it a shot because dating is very hard. Once you leave the show, I've found, um, like there's, there's thousands of girls that message you or, you know, the insecurity that can arise from people. You don't ever know what people's true intentions are. Um, so getting someone in a, in a relationship with someone that understands from that unique perspective of going on the show was like, it was just so appealing to me. Like I really, really wanted to make it work with someone that was in the same world because I just felt like, that would be that was the answer to uh, finding someone to have a long term relationship with. Well, you called Genevieve a friend when you broke up with her. You said, "I see you as a really good friend," and now you're no, calling. I said, these I said, "Well, that's not exactly what I said." What I said was, uh, first and foremost, you're a great friend," because what I wanted to do was, like, she, we, she's a, she was a good girl. Like, I viewed her as a good person, and and like you can see this girl's support people like, like we didn't get along that well, but from a support perspective, she's amazing. She was helping everyone out. You know, she's a great friend to people. And I didn't want her to, I didn't want it to be like negative, like, like I, the breakup. I didn't want it to be a negative thing. I just felt like it had gotten to the very end and we still couldn't communicate. And so I wanted to address the things that I saw in her that I was really that, that part of the reason why I like loved her so much because it was like, she is kind and she's sweet and she's a great friend to people. And she supports myself included in a, in a lot of situations. So that's what I, that's what I was saying. I feel like maybe you use the term friend sometimes with people who it's more than friends with. Um, pretend, I mean, potentially I can be guilty of that. I'm not going to, I don't necessarily have a situation. Um, well, that I guess that would mean like 
they have another label, right? I, I don't know, like what you would, what you would use it, what you would say then. I guess I, I, I use that as someone that um, is close to me in, in, in some sort of a like connection. I don't know. So possibly the girls did think that you were more than friends when you were. Well, they knew we were more other? than friends for sure. Yeah. They knew we were more than friends. Like we were romantic, you know, um, there was never a miscommunication there um, in terms of where we stood. It wasn't like I was calling one a friend so I could uh, like feel less guilty about seeing someone else. Like realistically we were romantic and then we weren't at girlfriend, boyfriend. We weren't committed at all. You know, she's dated multiple people since like she went to Tulum with the guy while we were seeing each other that she saw afterwards. Um, so, you know, obviously that could have been something there, but that's not something I was ever dwelling on because it was just not where we were. When you had dinner with girl um, B talking about how you're going to paradise and how she obviously like was upset because yes, does even if you're not in a committed relationship, it's still like hard when you're like crush or like your person with complicated feelings goes to paradise. <laughs> I certainly had a moment with I Jared. had high school girlfriends when I was the bachelor be like, This is yeah. so odd. Like I don't yeah. like this. It's like we haven't talked in ten years. <laughs> yeah, I totally understand this. I'm glad we're finding some common ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when okay, when you had that conversation, was there like intention to to possibly rekindle things when no. you got back? No, no, there wasn't. Like I'd made up my decision. Like I just felt just since she was so close to me, um, I had to keep that communication open. I just thought it was inappropriate for her to find out with the rest of America, you know, or, or whatever. So I wanted to, there was no intention of rekindling. Um, there was the intention of purely just open communication so that, she wouldn't be super upset when she saw me on the beach. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. 
lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Aaron, there's one thing I have a massive problem with. Sure, and I just want to tell you because now the time because we're virtually talking to each other. Lay it on me, dude. This whole thing, right? It's impossible to. Um, understand the emotions and the feelings and how somebody felt about somebody and what they were still holding on to and not holding on to, right? But given your timeline, it makes sense to me, right? The, 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 sure. the laying out according to what you told us, it makes sense on how this all existed. But then the story gets released. Um, I, I don't know if you're still, if Paradise was airing when it gets released it's obviously hurtful for you. It's hurtful for the two other girls involved. I'm assuming maybe not for the one that released them. Um, but it's especially hurtful for Genevieve who gave you her heart. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Yeah, go ahead. And she gave you her heart and she believed in this. She was on the podcast. There was obviously deep feelings that she had for you, real feelings that she had for you. She believed this was a real thing and that she wanted it to be a real thing. And I would argue strongly that that, is how she felt. Um, sure. So this gets done. And then she tells us you haven't even spoken to her. Like you didn't pick up the phone and, or that you didn't call her. You didn't text her. You didn't say, Hey, Genevieve, I know this stuff's out here. Can I explain myself? Can we meet up? Can I sure. see you? Can I try sure. to calm this storm? Not for my own to save face, but for your heart and for your sure. mind. And sure. so you haven't done that. And I don't know why. So I'll stop you right here. I did. I did do that. Ashley, I'll send you the text. 
I 100 percent did that. She's the keeper of the text. That's fair. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying that you texted her after the show? I, no, yes, I did. And I said, hey. I heard that you heard nothing. She heard nothing from you no, until I'll, the I'll, reunion like, read, show. I'll read, I'll read exactly what I wrote. I wrote her. And then I won't read exactly what she told me back because that's just it's just I don't not, want that either. Yeah. I need the date on this though. Is it so, Aaron? What Ashley's saying is that w- she's in the understanding this happened after the reunion show, so that it yes, didn't happen after. So. Oh, okay. So, but you didn't talk to her for okay. You didn't talk to her from no, leaving I paradise. Mean, there was there was no like we we had left, um, and I didn't talk. I didn't. I wasn't hoping to rekindle, uh, so I didn't talk to her until reunion, and then at reunion we were fine. Um, like the whole thing is I reached out to her, um, because I wanted to, I, at first, so at first what I was told was when this rumor got released, uh, the first thing the producers do is like, they kind of reach out. And so they reached out essentially, and, and they told me she didn't care about it. So I didn't, I didn't really care. But they did reach out after the reunion, so it was kind of too late for everything, right? I mean, I would, I would honestly wish this came out before the reunion, like to a certain degree, so I could like have addressed it and not have have gone through this whole process. Like the thing, the th- like at, the truth will set you free, right? It, and and like at the end of the day, it's completely BS. And so I'm more than happy talking about it at length with anyone that wants to. Um, I do want to move on with my life to a large extent, so I don't want to necessarily dwell on this. I don't want to shoot shots at anyone. Um, I get hurt people, hurt people. So I get a lot of what like is coming from, from her, uh, targeted at me could be just because she's upset with me, um, because she believes it. Right. I get that. And like, I did want to give her a call and talk about it one-on-one, uh, versus social media or a podcast. Right. When she, she told me at the end of that text that she doesn't want to listen to me on a call and she doesn't want to talk to me. Right unfortunate i i did what i could um but so that's why i'm going on this podcast to kind of set the record straight but um but i did 100 reach out to her but the angle but okay but the angle there was you know you're upset with genevieve for bad mouthing you that's fair like i don't like that i don't want anybody bad mouth me ashley knows how upset i get when people say bad things i do yeah i get i, I get distraught i, I, I lose myself <laughs> um <laughs> but the the tone of even your message to her, I would say, if we were buddies and we were sitting in the same room and you're like, hey, I need to text Genevieve. Uh, I need to explain this to her. And I'm going to say, okay, what do you want to tell her? And you're like, this is the text I'm going to send. I would have said no, because yeah, that's not yeah. the purpose. The purpose is that she believes this story. And so, of yeah. course, she's going to be hurt. Of course, she's going to be upset. It's 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 If you want to really reach out to her, it's, Genevieve, I care about you. We broke up on a beach. Um, but I know this is real to you. I know you believe this story. How can I like, how can I help make sense of this for you and not, Hey, stop bad mouthing me. Yeah. I mean, you're super right. Like at the end of the day, like, I guess that text was, um, a bit charged up because the, the reason I, like, I I was just, I, I felt a little bit blindsided by like some tweets she sent out. Um, and, and, uh, and I got, uh, upset. I got hurt by that. Um, and because it was like, I was told she didn't necessarily care about it. To me, it was hard for me to believe anyone actually believed it. Um, because like, 
everyone is so into soft or hard launching relationships, social media, like I had never had a relationship. And so I, and, and I thought everyone would, it was just like stupid. I just thought I was like, this is like, no, there's no way people believe this. Um, but then when she did that, I reached out because I was like also kind of upset because she didn't even um, like, like, like she knew me very well. Like I'm not that guy. So it's like, it was hard for me to believe that she wouldn't, um, like even, even give me the benefit of the doubt a little bit. I don't know. I just got upset. Yeah. So you're upset that she was tweeting things and you're like, you know, me, why do you like, why are you out here to make this harder on me? And you sent that text out of reaction and not necessarily out of like a place of understanding the holistic side of the story. Yeah. Especially because I get kind of, um, like a little bit weird about contestants bashing contestants online because she was getting a quite a bit of hate at the beginning. And so, and I've gotten hate. And so I, I like, we're very familiar with how bad that feels. So I was very like, why would you consciously send hate towards someone knowing how bad it feels, especially because I mean, if I deserved it, like that would be one thing. It would be much easier for me to try to like put my head down, but like realistically after everything that has been said to me and what what has been deemed as true by people online uh i don't deserve it and that's not true right so it just pissed me off do you think that maybe she was like harboring feelings of annoyance towards you for a while because of the way that you broke up with her was just like so kind of like one-sidedly abrupt yeah i think so i mean like i i had heard i didn't watch the podcast uh with her, with you guys, because it's kind of difficult for me to watch these things, um, emotionally. Uh, but essentially I heard that she regrets not leaving the second time. And it was confusing for me because like, if that's the case, if she wanted to break up with me that day, um, like, why did she, why did she care that we were finally on the same page on breakup day? Right. Um, I guess it was unless, or unless her mindset completely shifted in those three days after H versus pain, um, or, or she wanted to do it kind of more on her terms. I don't know why she was so upset by it. Um, because she, she told, she told everyone she wanted to break up with me earlier. Um, so realistically, I mean, if I was to go back, I would, I would, uh, let, you know, let her leave on or, or let her break up with me. Like, I don't know, like the, the result, the end result was the same. I don't understand why she was so annoyed with me unless she wanted to do it and, and not me, or she viewed it as that I was trying to kind of list out what I had issues with in, in like a, in like a, a, a way that wasn't attacking so that we can create like an open dialogue, have that conversation, leave on good terms. Um, I was, I was not trying to attack. Um, and, and, uh, I know it came off that way or the way they edited too is like, she, she didn't say anything at all, which is, she definitely said things. She said that she didn't say anything on our podcast. No, trust me. She definitely did. That's not, that's literally not how it went. Like, but regardless, um, the end result, like at the end of the day, I thought we were on the same page. And according to the podcast she's been giving we were so i i don't understand really so when you when you just when you went down to the beach knowing a breakup was happening um did you have any idea i mean and and we just have to take genevieve's word for 
what she's telling us and telling others. And so in her mind, like she was potentially getting engaged to you. Like this was a real thing to her. Did you have any idea that that's how she was feeling? No, literally none. I mean, like a couple of days earlier, she wanted to leave. Like I, like looking back, um, if, if I was, if I proposed to her, like, should she have said yes? If she felt like that a couple of days earlier, like, no, probably not. Like, I, I was, you know, I don't want to get engaged and break up and be another bachelor statistic, you know? Um, so I, I, uh, I don't know. I, I just thought of the most plausible scenario that would work out for us and, and like realistic. I mean, like, obviously it would be nice to stay with her. Like, um, it would have been nice if everything fixed after paradise. I just didn't think that would happen. And so I wanted to, um, voice my honest opinion to her essentially we'll stop grilling you soon but i do have one more question on my side so i just want you to picture yourself you're genevieve you got broken up with in paradise and then you see and and you were with this person for the majority of paradise you were sticking it out through a lot of fights but then at the the last day the decision making day basically you are dumped and then you see months later these this exchange between two girls who yeah basically it looks like we're still involved with you or at least one was still involved with you when you went to paradise so don't you think that that like how would you respond to that i mean would you have yeah just like what what would your actions have been yeah uh like it it's it's something that i should have empathized with more i can't lie um, the, like when you list it out like that, or if, if you don't even me thinking about it like that, uh, it feels like if that's true, it's humiliating, you know, it, it feels like it's, uh, um, you know, you wasted a lot of time, uh, it, you know, things that are the opposite of what anyone wants to feel. Right. You're basically like lied to the entire time. Yeah, That's exactly. what it feels like. Yeah. It like it was legit. all fake. It was all for show, like legit a yeah. show. Yeah. And, and realistically, like I'm not that good of an actor um, or I wouldn't have gotten fights so fucking often, but um, <laughs> like I get, I can get uh, where she's coming from completely. Um, I just, I, I, you know, it's like, it goes down to, um, we, we both kind of have this issue where we can be a little bit reactionary. Um, and you know, I'm going to own that first and foremost for myself. Uh, and, and at the reunion, you know, when we did talk and we did kind of, um, show each other that mutual respect, uh, that was yeah. something she apologized for as well. Um, so at the end of the day, this is exactly what that is. And I, and I wish that, I guess I wasn't so reactionary when I sent that text, you know, um, uh, you know, thanks for, for, um, listing that out Ben as well. But, um, but, uh, but like, I wish she wasn't so reactionary, just believing it right away as well. So, because we, I'm so confident, like if we were open to having that conversation, this would never have been a thing. Well, Aaron, I know this isn't easy. I know this isn't fun. I can imagine the last few weeks or however long this has been going on uh, has been exhausting. And, uh, you know, like you said, I mean, I think it's a fair wish. Everybody can now move on with their lives, Um, move forward with your life. 
Is there anything else that you'd want to tell our listeners uh, that maybe we didn't ask, uh, that we didn't touch on, um, that you'd want them to hear and for others to hear? Um, you know, obviously this is going to be spread out. People will hear this. Yeah. They'll see headlines yeah. of it. Um, what would you like people to know um, moving um, forward for you? I guess uh, the a big thing I, I know... I don't, I don't, it's, it's kind of hard to put into words, but a big thing is, you know, you look at my activity via social media, like I never try to spread hate or attack, right? Anyone ever. Um, just not something I do, whether it's Twitter, Twitter is an evil place, you know, so <laughs> definitely not Twitter uh, or anything, right? It's, it's, I do want to focus on bringing positive kind of energy. And I know um, it's hard sometimes, but like when, when these, when these rumors or, or, whatever are released. Um, like they are a lot of times just rumors or, you know, there might be some truth to them, but the things that I've have people have been said that have said to me, um, like the last few weeks, you know, and and this, even for Genevieve, she listening, like, like, you know, you really don't want like that to be said to anyone. Right. And, and, you know, whether she's, you know, someone's mad at someone or not, like the, like sending like hate via social media or, 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 or texting someone or, or DMing someone, these, these crazy uh, things like has, has a huge effect on someone's mental well being. And at the end of the day, like she's a good person. I'm confident in that I am as well. I'm confident in that as well. The things I have done, um, I am confident that I was a good man, uh, before paradise, after paradise, when I was on paradise, uh, there was miscommunications a lot of times, but I'm not like this, this horrible villain. Right. And it's just disturbing when I see people, um, like not even just myself, like just spread this crazy hatred, um, towards contestants. Cause they're real people, you know, and at the end of the day, and you never really know what's happening. So just, um, yeah, just, uh, spread positivity. And, and if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Right. How would you feel if we invited Genevieve on this podcast to talk to you both? Um, I'll be down on a zoom. I mean, like, like I'll be, yeah, I'll be down. I mean, I would rather do it in private, obviously. Um, I definitely don't want to get yelled at on, on camera, you know, but done it before. I know. Yeah, I know. I can see the smiles. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm, thinking about paradise. <laughs> I was just thinking about all the paradise scenes in my oh, head oh, where you yeah. got yelled yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, I want to, I mean, I'm super open to having a conversation. I, I want to, I like to deal with things in private. You know, I'm definitely not someone that's uh, doing everything in the forefront of, of, of you know, the public eye and, and uh, posting on social media every two seconds about what I'm doing in my life. So, I'm uh, more a private person, as weird as it is going on the show. But um, yeah, I mean, for sure. Aaron, although I would right. rather I talk in private, and then this, th- and then we can move on with our lives. <laughs> you know, that's 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 fine. My <laughs> well, hopefully you can feel that way after this podcast. But I'm just you know playing, just having uh, some fun with the questions. It's funny because when this was happening, this is really my first kind of uh the the most hate i've felt from from the fan base and apparently i gave a lot of girls uh or women ptsd about their past relationships in those arguments so yeah. a lot of projecting like run from air and he's a fucking belongs in jail whatever um which is which is you know apparently they know me completely as a human being but 
but I was asking advice from other contestants, et cetera, that I've been through this, not, not, you know, no one, no one crazy, but they were all just like, don't say anything at all. Just like everyone almost unanimously was like, don't say anything. But it got to the point where I was like, dude, I feel like I have to say something like, like getting um, repeatedly kind of bashed on social media um, by something that's not factual and people like might as well take it as factual is, is uh, something that's really hard to like look at stomach. Yeah. Both pieces of advice are good advice. You don't say anything. It always sits there. You're always known for it. Now, yeah. the thing that the benefit of that is you can just like kind of walk off into, you know, the silence and be forgotten. And, but when somebody hears your name, they're like, yeah, Aaron's associated with this saying something. Um, you're not as capable of walking off into the silence, but at least now there is that, um, that team of people who will be like, I heard this podcast and this is what he was saying happened. And now it's nuanced and it's complex. And I don't know maybe what to believe, or maybe they know what to believe and they're confident in it. Both sides work, um, but we're glad you came on. So thank you for coming on, Aaron. Thank you um, for sharing your side of of this story. Um, thanks for playing along. Uh, again, I know it's not always fun. I know it's not easy, and uh, I know it would feel a lot easier just to not say anything, but sometimes we don't have that option. And Aaron, next time, you're always invited here, and we'd love to play some fun games with you. Yeah, it's not a always A little rapid fire, something like this, because yeah. I bet you it'll never be this serious again. Eh, we hope I not. know. I was going to say, um, Ben, I, we haven't met in person, but Ashley, when I met her, she was like a light on the beach. You know? No, she you're the that. sweetest. That's what I say before I, every episode. I, I introduce Ashley, and I say, my amazing, beautiful co-host, Ashley. <laughs> Because she's yeah. always like, oh my gosh, Ben with the compliments. No, but yeah, Aaron, I, gonna, I tell people on this podcast all the time, I was like, on TV, I, I kept saying like, this guy, he just loves fighting. Like, he's like, <laughs> I love being angry. I'm angry. And then I'm like, but in person, he's so fun to get along with and joke with. And you got a great sense of humor. Yeah, that was one of my favorite things you said was like uh, how I surprised you at my, yeah. my actual personality versus uh, what was portrayed. Because, yeah, I mean, I kid you not, like, I'm just like a goofy guy at almost all the time. So it's it's not always the easiest when people think I'm like raging, like <laughs> the Hulk, you know. But <laughs> Well, you seemed more hulky when you were on KD season and you softened up through time. But- <laughs> I was always, yeah, you're right. But it wasn't me softening up. It just showed more soft. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> all right. Well, this is our sign off. I've been Ashley. I've been Ben. I've been Aaron. There we go. (laughs) Bye. Thanks, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, They also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. 
you can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.